I really believe that in order for us to be happier and healthier, uh, what I would tell the group is wherever you are in life, if you want to be happier and healthier, first allow yourself to give yourself the permission to say from here on until my last breath, I will live life the way I need to live life. Uh, I will uh, go for the goals that I need. Uh, I will I will be healthier, yes, but I, if I wanna do something, if I wanna be a certain way, I need to respect myself. Uh, I need to take care of myself. It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by most exercises and workouts, whether they be running, biking, elliptical, rowing machine, traditional weightlifting, or even CrossFit, do not give you a balanced workout. And when you do workouts that neglect even one area, you're out of balance, resulting in pain and injury as well. Achieve your goals with the fitness program your chiropractor would love. Visit chrisjenke.com pod to watch the free video. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Jenke and I'm joined today by three of my previous podcast guests. This is one of my favorite episode types is the Health Roundtable. So I want to introduce Kim Rabenheimer, Ravi Sahai and Amor Traseski. Uh, Kim, let's, uh, let's start with you. First of all, thank you all three for coming. Kim, let's uh, introduction uh, as far as who you are and, and how you help people. Sure. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, my name is Kim Robenheimer. I am I'm a mom of two teen boys. Um, I am a nutritionist and a personal trainer, and I specialize in diastasis recti. Um, I've been passionate about wellness forever um, with my own personal journey. Um, now I tend to, um, in the past, be a um, passionate about everything wellness, but now I'm very um, narrowed and focused to support women, um, especially working women in all seasons of life, postpartum and beyond. Perfect. And uh, Ravi, let's uh, go to you. Uh, yes, I'm delighted to be again here uh, with you all. I am an author now at 74. I have uh, two books on health. <laughs> One is, uh, May You Be Healthy, Well-Being for Pennies a Day. And the other book that I wrote when I was going through this journey in 2006 is My Health is Your Wealth. And uh, I'm passionate about not just my health, but your health too, and the healthcare cost of America. I taught economics and 2000, this is before Obamacare, I realized that we are in deep trouble and that trouble has still been going on. And so 
I want everybody to be healthy and that's my prayer and I have some tips too. Thank you. Great. And uh, speaking of authors, Amor Trusesky. Amor. Hi, I don't have my book with me, but my name is Amor Trusesky. I am a two-time cancer survivor. I'm a cancer life coach, a motivational speaker, and an author of my book, Been There, Done That. Um, Practical Tips and Wisdom from Cancer Survives for Cancer Patients. That's the, that's the subheading. Um, I lived in the Sierra Foothills of Northern California with with Bill, my life partner, and uh, I'm very passionate about sharing how I have learned to thrive, not just survive in life, um, through my experiences with both cancers and other hardships in life. And I, I want to share that with everybody so life doesn't just pass them by. Um, we can grab a hold of life. We have the strength within us. And uh, so uh, I that's my passion now to share it with, with everyone so that they can, they too can learn to thrive in life, not just survive. Yeah. I love that. I want to, I want to start real close. I want to keep it close to, to who we are. So, um, you know, as a, as a trainer, I've been a trainer since 2004, but just really been actively healthy since I was five years old, 1985. And just feel like, like what you were saying, just thriving more, right? I feel like health, taking care of your own personal health is such a great way to enhance all areas of your life. So I want to go back. We'll start with you, Amor. And just if you guys could just tell maybe one personal story about how either, take your pick of either, how you kind of got down the road to health and, and sort of what, what happened in that road. Um, and you can even throw in, um, on the other hand, like any kind of stumbling blocks, or if you had like a rock bottom experience or anything that really made you think like, aha, maybe I need to take this a little more seriously. And, and what led you to where you are now? Well, I had a, a big impetus here. The, uh, my rock bottom was my cancer. I had uh, breast cancer in 2013 and that alone did, did not really knock me on the head enough to uh, uh, make me realize that I should just thrive and not survive and that I have the strength to do that. I uh, still went through my second cancer, ovarian cancer in 2016. And, but through, those, through both those experiences, I realized that uh, my strength is not just on the surface, not just physically, but actually more of my strength is within. And um, I, uh, I, found, I realized that when at one point the, uh, the light bulb came on when I was shivering and, and had chills after three days uh, home from the hospital and uh, I had drain bulbs coming out of me and I didn't know what was going on. Uh, later learned that it was a staph infection. I had blood poisoning from all the incisions in my body. And uh, the 911 paramedic firefighters came to uh, rescue me and they wanted to take me to the hospital. And I said, no, I thought that this was part of my recovery process. And so I just, uh, I, I stood my ground. When I saw the worried looks on their faces, I said, okay, I'll go, but on one condition. And they said, sure, what is it? And I says, I'll go as long as I get a picture taken with all of you in it which was such an odd request. And they, they had this, this weird look on their faces. I explained to them that when 
a girlfriend of mine had fallen at home. They called 911. And she says the paramedic firefighters who came to pick her up were really cute, but she didn't have any pictures to prove it. So <laughs> that's when they realized, ah, I, this is my, I need that picture. And once I had the picture taken, I was ecstatic. I was over the moon. I was so happy. My spirits were just lifted, which was odd because my circumstances, physical circumstances were dire. I was dying. If not, if I didn't go to the hospital, I would have died. But my, my, it was like a, a different plane. My body was here. My, my happiness was way up there. I realized after uh, uh, reflecting on it and, and other experiences that we are not our circumstances and we have the strength within us to manifest the positive, uh, the positivity and the, the, the goodness and the health that we want out of life. And we start here and then in, when, with, uh, in our spirit and it will manifest. So I like to say that I beat cancer, even though we may, I may die of cancer, who knows? I, it's still, cancer did not dictate my happiness and that's how we're able to beat cancer or our circumstances in life with yeah. this and our spirit. 100%. Hundred uh, percent, Ravi. What about you? Yeah, as I said, I am seventy-four. But when I was midlife, about forty-two, forty-three, chronic diseases started to come. Uh, it manifested like hypertension, then you know sinusitis, loss of sleep, fatigue, you know eczema, and then I had heart attack in two thousand three. And at that time, I was already doing some research and finding that chronic diseases, we don't have cure in conventional medicine, because my family doctor would say, take this medicine forever, antihistamine or blood pressure medicine, etc. So um, being analytical, I'm electrical engineer by training, I went to, uh, thanks to internet, Google was not there. It was a search engine called Alta Vista. Mm -hmm. And I started to just research. Uh, and I came with this stream of thinking called Candida, Candida overgrowth. And uh, it intrigued me. So I sent it to my sister in India and my, my brother, who is a doctor, and he said, this looks more like Ayurveda. So Ayurveda is an Indian holistic medicine, which says that the imbalances in gut creates most of the diseases. That's chronic diseases. So you have to take care of your gut and lifestyle, etc. Mm -hmm. Candida, which was overgrowth, which was actually the hypothesis came from a clinician named Orion Truss in 1950s, he said, candida overgrowth is in the gut and it is caused by antibiotics, sugary food and stress. So this is uh, 2003, 2006, I wrote this book and I said, I have this problem, heart disease, and I don't know what to do. So I went to an integrative cardiologist, not 
the conventional cardiologist. And that was the best decision I made. Because after that, of course, it didn't stop there. I had congestive heart failure in 2007. A pacemaker was put in 2012. And I'm trying to turn my ship. But today, I, my pacemaker is disabled. My heart is healthy. The gout is gone. The eczema is gone. You know, sinusitis is clear. I mean, sinuses is clear. And I'm very, very happy. Um, and I have now found that microbiome discovery, which happened in 2007, and this is the best or the most important discovery that has happened after penicillin, is going to change the landscape of conventional medicine completely. But meanwhile, we have to take care of ourselves with common sense, with lifestyle change, food is medicine, exercise is movement, and mental peace through mindfulness and meditation. So that's what I am here to share. Absolutely, nice. Mm -hmm. And, and Kim, uh, let's hear your story as well. Sure, thank you. Um, I had always been passionate just about um, physical fitness. Um, then in my 20s, I took it to the extreme and um, was dealing with a lot of other mental challenges and personal issues. And I became severely anorexic, uh, channeled everything through obsessive exercise. And I got to a really bad point where I was almost hospitalized. My hair fell out. I was 104 pounds. I, um, nothing was healing. Um, so it, it took for me, despite many interventions from family or attempted interventions to get to that place to realize, okay, something's wrong here. And then that's when I just decided to learn everything I could about nutrition and, um, and I'm, always, I'm still learning, um, physical fitness, um, and, um, turn it into a healthier way so that um, so that I understood that food is fuel um, and it was more of a control thing. And just to um, kind of tie into what Amor was saying about the mental aspect of it, um, it, it all starts with the mental. Um, and I, it took me a long time to realize that, that it was a control thing. Um, so, uh, and then became passionate about just helping whoever I could from a fitness standpoint, but also with the nutrition, but more of whole body. And I realized that it's not just fixing nutrition, just working on your fitness, but also your sleep, your stress management, your hydration, um, what you put in and on your body matters. It's the whole, um, all the pieces of the pie together. Uh, it took me a long time to just really figure that out. Of course, in your 20s, you're uh, still figuring it out. Um, and then um, fast forward to how I got into my uh, diastasis recti specialization was my own journey. Um, despite being a trainer, I didn't learn a lot about diastasis recti in the training. Um, so through my own body, I, I realized after my second, gosh, something's wrong with my core. I'm, why am I leaking? What's going on here? So I, I used my own self as my case study. And then I tapped into, I'm one of those people that, okay, if there's something, especially with my own self, or I'm trying to help someone, I'll research it and try and tap into every expert and 
um, just try and um, get the, the best uh, knowledge that I can to try and figure out the solution. Um, so that's what I did with myself. I, I approached two experts, diastasis recti, I asked them to come to a, a health club. I was a um, an instructor at and said, can you help and train us? Um, there's a missing piece here in education. Um, that particular um, expert wasn't available but said, come to me in New York, which I did. And then I just worked on my own self and then I became um, certified in um, various um, aspects of diastasis recti and then kept going with posture and alignment. Um, and to this day, I'm still studying. I've um, studied with a lot of different PTs um, and also women's health experts um, because it's ongoing. Um, so I, I had to get to a place for my own self to, I think it's helped me in a lot of ways with all the women that I, I work with now to just understand, um, you know, what's going on with the body postpartum, um, postnatal. Um, but then also to the various seasons of womanhood. So the perimenopause, the menopause, postmenopause, which at 57 I'm in. So um, I don't want people to learn the hard way, the way I did with not only the anorexia, but um, just, you know, not knowing how to move confidently um, in your own body. Um, so that I'm here to share, you know, with all the knowledge and, and what I've learned from all the experts and my own body um, to try and help other people. Um, so that's kind of a reader's digest version of my story, but. Um, that's great. That's great. What do, what do you guys think we can do? So let me preface this question with, we know more than we ever have, I think in the history of time, because we have, like you were saying, Ravi, we have, Ayurvedic and, and Ayurvedic is known worldwide now. You know, we have the internet, we have information passing, at, you know, so fast and there's so much information out there. And so we know a lot, yet we see the numbers and we see that, you know, more than 50, I don't know what the number is exactly, but I know it's more than 50% of Americans specifically are overweight and uh, just very unhealthy in general. What, what do you guys see as like a, a way forward? Um, how, do we, how, do we, how do we help more people get healthy and, and fit and happy and, and learn some of these concepts that we're talking about? Whatever order you, you guys wanna go in. Um, I, I'd like to start um, by saying that, you know, my cancers, both my cancers were not genetic. They were lifestyle and I had, I, uh, one glass of iced tea would have eight packets of equal, you know, that's a lot of aspartame. And I was stress eating all, all sorts of delicious food that had all sorts of GMO and all that stuff. Um, I've since learned that our body, uh, our, our health needs, our, our, our body needs to uh, eat natural foods. So those are the the foods that our cells naturally know how to process. Uh, and, and so uh, how I, I relay that to anyone uh, I can who is interested is just to say, whatever we bring in to our bodies is whatever manifests and whatever comes out. And so if it's 
uh, if it's negativity, you know, mindset, your body will manifest negatively. The same with food. We bring all the junk in. That's what's going to manifest in our body junk and, and, uh, and spread that way and just take over. So, and, and the, the doggone thing is that junk food and so a lot of delicious foods are with the preservatives and all that stuff are very addicting and they make it that way. And so instead of saying, oh, you know, the, 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 the big pharmas or whatever, you know, in, instead of focusing so much on that, it's just how can I take care of me because my body, my health is precious and I need to respect myself. If I want to really truly be happy and enjoy life, uh, all of life, it's keeping my, my health, uh, keeping it simple, whatever I bring in, whether it's physically, mentally, spiritually, that's what's going to manifest. So I think when we remember that it, it, it's more practical that way to remember and, and take in. Yes, um, Kim, I, I um, can't agree more about that, that food is medicine. However, the problem we have, we are a free country, but our health cost is very, very high. So this message which is wisdom is not getting grounded to the point that people are motivated. And what is the reason? The reason is there are forces against it. The processed food, how convenient it is. The pharma, how conveniently it gives a pill and the symptoms go away. So, the question is, who is going to tell this thing other than you and Chris and us? And this is very, very important what we are doing because health and education, these are the two things that are positive externality. In other words, everybody is helped when I am healthy and I am educated. So it is our job for our own benefit to put this message out because pharma is not doing it. And unfortunately, the processed food industry has taken us in the wrong direction since 1950s, you know, McDonald's and all that. So I think that we have a big job ahead because the doctors are also unfortunately got roped into it. And I'm talking about conventional medicine doctors. Uh, it's very difficult to find a doctor who has time to tell us all this, especially when we are sick. And I am trying to say that our responsibility is now to wake up these doctors because they have been asleep on their wheels. And uh, they, did, they have good degrees and all that, and they are motivated to heal us, but they have been roped into this. So uh, my, my hope is that the doctors will now come up and say, yes, this makes sense. And some doctors have. Dr. Lustig, he has written a book called Metabolical. He is an emeritus professor of UCSF medicine. 
So, uh, so that that's what I want to add. Yeah, I can agree with both uh, Ravi and Amor, um, especially when it comes to the doctors. I've realized that when you find someone that's actually listening and not just quick to prescribe a pill and listens to you as a person, as opposed to putting you in this, well, you're in the range of all these people with your symptoms. So it must be this, but um, so I just truly believe you have to be your own health advocate um, and ask a lot of questions. Um, I agree with the, um, in, in terms of the doctors, not all doctors are like that, but um, in terms of um, changing the way that doctors are instead of just writing a pill. Um, and then the other part of it too is um, I believe the whole less is more, as Amor was saying, simplify, but less being, you can't do anything in excess, meaning like if you drank too much water, you know, just all you did was drink water, then that would be a problem for your body. Um, if you, you know, exercise too much, well, that would be a problem for your body. So everything in a sort of balanced state, the, all the aspects of your lifestyle. Um, but I also think modeling is really important in terms of parents and then also teachers in terms of, you know, how, what they do. And then because um, kids listen um, and they also, they watch, they may not act like they're listening, but they actually are in terms of habits and um, what habits are being portrayed. Is it a healthier um, version or is, you know, are you as a parent, if not everybody's a parent, but if you are as a parent are um, having a horrible lifestyle, drinking coffee and not, um, you know, not eating, not bringing healthy foods or preparing, and then your kids see that or stopping for fast food, um, then they'll think that, well, that's the way that we should be. Uh, the same with teachers and um, even within companies um, in terms of how a company is structured, you know, that from the top down, if it's, if the, the top of the corporation is not promoting a healthy balance, healthy lifestyle, you know, let's move more. Um, then um, I think that that has to be, it can be trickled into all aspects of you know, whether it be a company or teachers or family life, but just trying to establish more of a healthier mentality. Um, it's easier said than done, but um, I don't know. Those are my thoughts. Nice. Well, how would you guys go if we went really, really big picture? Uh, you know, in your individual podcast, you guys gave the motivational or inspirational speech to somebody or to a, to a group of, uh, let's say, college kids graduating or let's go really big picture life principles. What would you say to some people about how to get the most out of their lives? And again, any order, whoever wants to no. go for yeah. it. Tim. Um, I think it all starts with how you perceive yourself and your mental state. Um, because you can think yourself sick, you can think yourself unhealthy, um, self-image. I mean, every there's so much that starts in um, in the the mental part of it. Um, that's um, so. I, I think all of a lot that goes on in the body um, in terms of your health. It's um, it's all starting with the the your cognitive um, and your mental state. I agree with uh, 
what you're saying, Kim. And uh, I would request everybody to get knowledgeable about microbiome. Microbiome is the biggest discovery and the amount of research that has come out says 90% of the chronic diseases can be cured by lifestyle. And that's what both you and MR have been saying to. And the empowerment is a big part. So how do we empower a kid, as you said, by modeling is very important because that's happening at home. So we have to get educated. And unfortunately, this education is not happening through industry and corporations yet. And I'm, I'm as a economics uh, you know, professor even, I, I'm surprised a little bit, but not a whole lot. Because let us say if there's an herb like a neem, which is a, a you know, toothpaste, and somebody comes up saying, okay, I have this patented thing. Uh, the people who have the patent, they have the ability to price the product higher. And then the money that they get from that profit, they put it into advertisement. And this problem has been exacerbated in this free market situation. So we have to have a check or a balance. And the balance can only come by people getting educated and doctors being on our side. So this is, these two things are important. The medical education has to change because microbiome is saying that we are holistic people. We are not uh, fragmented into specialists, specialties. Epigenetics is saying that the com community can get trauma and the individual get trauma from community and vice versa. And then we have adverse childhood experiences study, which is saying a lot about how chronic disease can happen if in the early childhood there are adverse conditions. These things have to be taken by the medical community. We have to create doctors who are aware of these and then we have to build a society where we have built our immunity and then we also build the community. So build immunity and build community is the actually call of the hour. That's all I have to say. That's great. I, uh, uh, listening to you both, I, I am really inspired and uh, I've also uh, learned a lot and uh, for me, from personal experiences and since I coach cancer patients and survivors, uh, I really believe that in order for us to be happier and healthier, uh, what I would tell the group is wherever you are in life, if you want to be happier and healthier, first allow yourself to give yourself the permission to say from here on until my last breath, I will live life the way I need to live life. Uh, I will uh, go for the goals that I need. Uh, I, will, I will be healthier, yes, but I 
If I want to do something, if I want to be a certain way, I need to respect myself. Uh, I need to take care of myself. Um, but I also have to realize that life is about learning and growing, not winning and losing. It, it's about learning and moving forward. Uh, a lot of hiccups and we're, we'll, we'll be uh, tripping and falling along the way, but picking ourselves up. And whatever happened in your past, because who we are right now, a lot of the times is based on past experiences. We develop personalities, characteristics, uh, um, routines, habits from our past. But if we really want to make the most out of life, we need to say, okay, from here on until now, here's a clean slate. There's a lot of life to live, a lot of life to enjoy. How am I going to put aside those things that have sabotaged my happiness and my health? I need to put those aside and focus on what I can do to make the most of my life and make a difference. And when I'm, and when we're able to do that individually, this is where we can also help others do the same as, as we model uh, what they would like to be too, which is happy and healthy, thriving. Well, thank you all so much for being here today. Um, we are out of time. This, uh, Roundtable discussion, they can always, I'm sure we could have like a four hour roundtable and still not cover everything. I appreciate the conversation. Um, real quickly, if each of you could tell everybody how um, they can get in touch with you and names of your books, social media, websites. Okay, my, um, I have a website, www.amortraseski.com, dot. KI.com, sorry, I almost forgot the spelling of my name. And my book has been there, done that, Practical Tips and Wisdom from Cancer Survivors for Cancer Patients. And you can get that from Amazon. It's a, it's a three pound, eight and a half by 11 reference manual for cancer patients and survivors uh, where, I, uh, where I interviewed 19 cancer patients and survivors from different backgrounds and, and levels of cancer. So, wow. Awesome. Um, I can be reached, um, Kim Robenheimer, um, but uh, my website is www.yourhealthsense.com. That's S-E-N-S-E dot -S -E, um, com. Um, I have some free Facebook groups, uh, Your Health Sense Moms. It's primarily for moms with diastasis recti and pelvic floor. Um, it's free and private. Um, and yep, so that's it. Nice. I have written these two books um, uh, that I talked about. I would request you to go to my website, ravisahai.com, R-A-V-I-S-A-H-A-Y.com, or you can go directly on Amazon and may you be healthy, well-being for pennies a day is a handbook that would not only make you healthy, but will also make this country healthy because our cost is very, very high in healthcare and we can take charge of it through our own lifestyle and it doesn't cost much. In fact, it, you save money and you become wealthy and healthy. 
Nice. Well, thank you again, everybody, for joining me. Again, we had Kim Robbenheimer, Ravi Sahai, and Amor Trzeski. I'm Chris Jenke of Health in the Real World. Thank you guys so much for joining thank me today. You. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you very much, Kim and Amor and Chris. <laughs> to learn more.